The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. feels like it's been forever and it has you haven't heard from this part of the history creeps family in a while uh this is how bizarre i'm one of your hosts chris chavez joined by my lovely wife erin hello well this is different (laughs) this is quarantine edition yes we are recording uh in our kitchen not in the studio quarantine edition the last time we were on here I think maybe we referenced COVID, like this thing happening. I don't even think we did. I think it was slightly. before all that. But. I don't know. It feels like it was around there, beginning of the year. Uh, and it has, it's literally the movie Contagion. Totally. So it's, that's exactly what's happened. I never knew Contagion was a documentary until this year. Right. Poor and boy. Then. So, um, yeah, everybody's kind of stuck indoors now. Um, a lot of people are without jobs. There's a lot of people trying to figure out what they're, they can do with their time. Um, you've listened to us kind of talk about it on History Creeps and some of the other shows on the network. But uh, it's different, man. It's definitely different. It's kind of thrown a lot of things for a loop. It's changed our work styles. So the, the studio uh, does share you know office space with your yeah, private, private practice. practice. Um, and now you've had to work completely from home. Uh, we're lucky in that both of us still have jobs. We are considered essential, but uh, for you, my job is definitely taking a hit. Yeah, it, and but it's also changed. Like you're now completely working from home. Yes, um, that's the dogs drinking in the background. This is what happens on quarantine edition. Quarantine edition, man. They're in the <laughs> homes with us, man. They're gonna hear the dogs walking around and drinking water and probably barking. Hopefully probably barking. Um, so yeah, a lot is changing. Uh, along with that. How bizarre is changing? Aaron and I were talking about it. You know, History Creeps delves into the weird, creepy, unexplained parts of history. That's Odd is kind of the same thing, but Johnny and I try to focus more on odd, you know, maybe sometimes humorous, uh, weird, those kinds of things. With How Bizarre, we wanted to focus on, you know, weird kind of off-the-wall bizarre things, but then you really start to realize a lot of it falls within That's Odd or the History For sure, creeps. yes. Uh, so one of the things you and I are very kind of fascinated by, um, which you can actually characterize as bizarre, is people just disappearing, mm-hmm. disappearing off the face of the earth, people going missing. Um, and there's hundreds of thousands of cases throughout history where, you know, they have never been solved. People have just kind of vanished. Yes. Uh, and sometimes it's without anything, like without any leads, without a thing, just come there one day not there the next. So we decided that from now on, starting with COVID edition, uh, which who knows, we'll probably keep doing them in quarantine for a while. I'm sure. Yeah. This is just COVID one out of yeah. question mark edition. Uh, but we're, we're, we are refocusing how bizarre, how, how bizarre now is going to focus on disappearances mm-hmm. and people who go missing. 
Uh, we're going to look into a bunch of different cases. Each episode will come with a case. You'll come with one one week. I'll come with one next week. And we'll, we'll just discuss, you know, basically what happened and then what we thought, uh, what we think may have happened. And yeah, How Bizarre Man is now about missing people and disappearances. So are you ready to kick off How Bizarre? I am. The new version? I am. COVID-19. You know, this is my favorite. This is your favorite. You oh, love disappearances. Yes. We used to watch that show disappeared like religiously. When did we start that? On the road? I feel like we no. did it in a hotel room when we watched it. Oh, yes, for the first it was. Time. We were at Gettysburg, I think, and it was just on the TV, and we're like, what That's the hell what is this? We went to Gettysburg to uh, check out the haunted tours and, and, and the battlefields, and uh, while we were in the hotel room one day, Discovery ID had a whole marathon of that show disappeared, yeah. and we were hooked. And then, I mean, for you, you've always been fascinated. That kind of brought me into that kind of world of being really fascinated with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from paranormal versions of those stories where you would hear people would vanish like walking and then all of a sudden they disappeared kind of a thing. Right. Uh, I never really was into the missing stories, um, but more and more they are. They're super fascinating. Some of them are sad. Some are tragic. Some are horrific. Uh, some do end with happy endings. I like the um, ones that, okay, I'm, I'm screwed up. I like the ones with no endings. <laughs> the ones that like haven't that just, been solved. Yes, because that just leaves your mind wondering, especially adults. Because yeah. that's like, did they disappear on their own? Yeah. Are they living another life somewhere? Yeah. Or did Which you've happen? covered. You've covered on how bizarre, how people have that disassociative few, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, Where they kind of just, something happens to their brain, some trauma that changes them and they don't remember who they are and they just have these completely different lives. But in their old lives... Everyone thinks they disappeared. Right. So I feel like that's harder to do now, but yeah, that's true. In the electronic age. So let's get into it. There's not much in terms of current because there is a big current story happening that has to do with disappearances and it's tied to doomsday cults and and murder and unexplained deaths. Uh, yeah. But that's what I'm bringing. I'm bringing yeah, that, that one. Needs a week. lot of time to yeah. unpack all I've, of that. I've got that one in the works. That's what I'm bringing next time. Um, and we also decided that we're really going to try not to let this go too long between these episodes. Typically, we try to put them into the rotation with history creeps and that's odd. Uh, we live together. We like talking about this stuff. So the chances of us recording more often is a little bit higher now that you're home more. So we're going to really try to get more How Bizarre episodes out there for the Creepers because we know that, uh, you know, the History Creeps feed has been kind of stagnant lately. And uh, I'd like to blame just COVID, but it's just a combination of things. And uh, we're back, though. So let's do this. How Bizarre, okay. Aaron, you're bringing the story today. What do we got? I am. Okay, so... A while ago, I was researching for a different How Bizarre, and I just saw like a little blurb about this case, and it's been on my mind ever since, because I was like, what the hell? Okay. Um, for, when I dug into it for this episode, I, was, I wasn't as satisfying as I was hoping it would be. There wasn't really much more than that blurb. Okay. But still, we're going to do it. It so, left me with a lot more questions than answers. Let's do let's this. Do it. Okay. All right. So six-year-old Timothy Pitson. Timothy spelled with two M's, so already you know something's wrong with his mom, right? <laughs> Timothy. Oh, okay. So with it's not M's. Timmy. Like T-I-M-M-Y is fine. No, it's Timothy with two M's. Okay. And then, yeah, I don't know what that's about, but whatever. He lived with his parents in Aurora, Illinois. He was an only child. Okay? Okay. So this starts, this starts on the morning of May 11, 2011. Timothy's father, James... Drops him off at his kindergarten class at Greenman Elementary School. Where is this? Where, what kind of state? Illinois. Illinois. Aurora, okay. Illinois. Thank you. Very shortly after that, between 8, 15, 8, 10, and 8.15, his mother, Amy Fry Pitson, picked him up citing a family emergency. Okay. Timothy and his mother then drove to an auto repair shop. She dropped off her 2004 Ford Expedition. That was the emergency? 
there was no emergency, obviously. Oh, but. okay, okay. <laughs> she dropped off her 2004 Ford Expedition at 10 a.m. for some sort of repairs. An employee from that shop then drove her and Timothy to the Brookfield Zoo. Okay, which makes sense because they will take you if, like, hey, yeah. if you don't feel like sitting here, do you want to go home or right. do you want us to take you to the mall or something? So they went to the so, zoo. The at zoo. 3 p.m. she comes. Uh, I mean, the zoo is a little strange place to kind of <laughs> drop someone off, but whatevs. Whatever. Okay. Must, maybe it was close or something. At 3 p.m. she came to pick up her repair vehicle. It might have a be like the zoo has a deal with this repair shop. <laughs> maybe. Right? You have a, a mother and a kid. Or you a... get so much percent off your tire work <laughs> if you bring, if you also see this, you have to present your ticket from the zoo. All right. Sorry. Anyway, so okay. she drops it off there and then what? And then they go to the zoo, I guess. And then 3 p.m. she comes back and picks up her repair vehicle. Now somebody brings it. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't figure out how she got back, whether she just took a cab or what happened. But it said that she came to pick it up. From there, Amy and Timothy drove to Key Lime Cove Resort in Gurney, Illinois, which is an indoor water park. Okay. And they spent the night. Okay. Was this planned? Back in Aurora, James reported his wife and son missing when he goes to pick up Timothy from kindergarten. Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell? At 3 o'clock or whatever. James attempted to call Amy's cell phone repeatedly, but got no answer. Hmm. The next day, May 12th, Amy and Timothy drove to the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin. Another indoor water park. She's having some sort of mental break. There's something happening here. Okay. So that's all we know really about that day. The next day, May 13th, there's security camera footage of them checking out of this place at 10 a.m. And they can see both both of them are there on the security camera, uh-huh. right? So it seems like maybe this is just an impromptu fun road trip, right? A little weird, but maybe it's fine. I guess. <laughs> the zoo, indoor water park. I get all that, right? But like the not talking to your husband. Right. There's well, better be stories here. There's so. questions I have about that a lot, but we'll okay. get to that. Let's see. Okay. Um, that day on May 12th also, she bought some children's clothes apparently in Racine, Wisconsin. Because she wasn't planning on going home. The kid had no clothes on him. She picked him up from daycare. Yeah, I assume. Yes. Yeah. At 1.30, uh, Amy made several phone calls to her loved ones, and I don't know which loved ones she called because I couldn't find that out, to say that she and Timothy were safe and not in trouble. Timothy could be heard in the background, seeming normal, Aska saying he was hungry. Listen, if she's saying, listen, we're safe, that means she knows that people are worrying, and oh, she yeah, knows what she's like, doing. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, this is, getting, this is getting intriguing. That is the last time anyone heard from Timothy or that he was seen. Like he was Wait, seen earlier in the security footage. At 7.25, Amy was sighted at a family dollar store in Winnebago, Illinois, where she purchased stationery. She went to a nearby Sullivan's Food, I guess a grocery store, at 8 p.m., alone again. And then she checked into a Rockford Inn. I'm assuming you see it all on camera. That's how they know yes, she's yes. by herself. Okay. And Rockford, in Rockford, Illinois, between 11.15 and 11.30 p.m. Now it's bizarre. It gets even bizarre. Ready? Sometime that night or morning, Amy committed suicide by slashing oh, her wrist and neck and taking an overdose of antihistamine. <gasps> Someone who worked at the inn found her body at 12.30 p.m. on May 14th. She was 42 years old. 43, sorry. 43 years old. She and sliced her own wrists and, and her, her neck. neck. How does someone go about doing that? I don't know that. that. But here's the thing, too. And what does antihistamines do for that? Thanks. It doesn't do a damn thing. It just puts you to sleep, right? But, right. like... So she went like gun. I mean, she what? She thought she was going to go to sleep faster. Maybe so she wouldn't be in pain and calling nine one one or something. Okay, I don't know. changing her mind. Okay. Amy left a note and two letters in the mail, one to her mother and one to a friend. In her note that she left in the hotel room, she apologized for the mess she left. She also said that Timothy is quote unquote with people who love him and will care for him, and ended with "You'll never find him." What? What a bizarre thing to say. 
You'll never find that him. That was in the note? That was in the note she left in the hotel room. <gasps> because he's dead. All right. I don't know. Years later, Amy's mother would discuss some Years of... later? Well, I'll get... Okay. Years later, Amy's mother would discuss some of what was in the letter that Amy wrote to her. She said that... She said in this letter to her mom that Timothy would be, be with people who love him and take care of him. She felt that her life had come to an end and she was going to end her life and didn't want to leave him without good parenting. So something was with her and her husband. And, and her mother, apparently. Dude, was there nothing? No follow-up? They didn't say talk to the husband, found out what their relationship was like? It's uh, This is what I got. His, her cell phone was missing when they searched the hotel room, along with Timothy's Spider-Man backpack, his toys, and clothes. The clothes that Amy was wearing when she checked out of the Kalahari Resort, and a tube of toothpaste, and an iPass transponder. All of that was missing. And I assume an iPass transponder. Yeah, is yeah, like yeah. A little, yeah. Initially, police did believe that Amy gave Timothy up because his car seat was also missing. But then a few weeks later, it was discovered the car seat hadn't been in the car in the first place. Okay. It had still been with her mother. So then the police grew more concerned for the boy's whereabouts. The knife that Amy used to kill herself only had her blood on it. Okay. When police searched her car, they found traces of Timothy blood in it, but they couldn't tell how long it has been there. And mm. Timothy's relatives said he did have a nosebleed in there oh, like okay. a year before. So they're not sure. And it was just traces amount. It didn't seem like enough. Okay. Authorities examined Amy's cars closely and they could figure out, these experts could figure out exactly like the sediment she was in, the wild, like it was crazy. Dude, they, they do so, that shit. So they initially. can't get away with shit anymore. Dude. No, they, well, they thought it was close to a pond and all this other stuff. And they searched a few areas that they figured it had to be within the area she was yeah. based on all the sediments and stuff, but they never found anything. Oof. <clears throat> Police- Nothing from the husband. Police believe that Amy, no, may have been planning this for months. In February and March of 2011, she took two unexplained trips to the area that Timothy would later disappear from. She also had an email account under her maiden name since 2007. I don't know what this has anything to do with huh. well, that her husband didn't know about it, but it didn't contain anything useful. So I don't know the point of okay. that. <laughs> Amy's cell phone was discovered two years later in 2013 along one of the, the highways. Yeah. But the police found no other clues and nothing was contained on the cell phone that was interesting. Or useful. Wow. That's weird. I just find it weird that we have no backstory from the husband. Well, I got this a little is the bigger. kind of relationship they had. Or... James says he was baffled by Amy's suicide and Timothy's disappearance and had no idea where her son could be. Both James and Amy's mother vehemently denied that Amy could have hurt Timothy. Amy suffered from depression and had <clears throat> reportedly left home before for extended time periods. All of Timothy's family members have been cooperative, and none have been named suspects or person of interest. Aurora Police Detective further stated, Every person I've talked to has said Amy would never hurt Timothy. Therein lies the mystery. No one in her life has been aware of her falling off the grid before or having unaccounted for blocks of time when she might have been able to accomplish this. Here's the other thing. How does she know any family or couple that she feels she can trust with her kid's life because they will be great parents. And that nobody no else one else in her family knows who else. they are. I know. How is that possible? I don't know. There's something off with this. We're missing. There's a piece missing. Because think about this. Okay. So an, an email address with your maiden name. Um, again, this just kind of comes out of nowhere. And you kill yourself. You bought clothes. Did they say how much clothes? Like how many? Was it like an outfit or two? Yeah, or? Say. Did she buy car seat as well? No. Do you know what I mean? Just close. So here's the other piece of it. If she had the iPass transponder, couldn't they track 
that where it pinged each time it went through anywhere like where she drove maybe where she needed to go drop him off with somebody's family i'm i'm guessing that they tracked that stuff and down cell, she cell wasn't using to it see they couldn't they, find what, it it was missing not even so. that the records to see what towers they pinged off to know what areas she had been on in, right in, in those areas i mean i think that's how they kind of mapped out this was her. 2011 and 13 yeah. so 2011 I mean, when they went disappeared i guess we now with technology we're still much farther than we yeah. were nine ten years but I, ago i mean they pretty much they were were able to figure out, I'm guessing that from her cell phone pings is how they could figure out to look at these security camera footages to find that she was at these stores. Ah, true. And that's how they knew when she called her family members, they could tell exactly where she was then on the route. So. Wow. I mean, I don't know. So this was 2011. How how old was that kid? Six. Six. So then nine years later There's more here. He's 15 now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a little back, a little more backstory about Amy and her husband. Uh-oh. Amy and Jim met at a party and started dating long distance before marrying. She'd been married once before, <gasps> and Jim said he thought her depression would improve once she was in a healthy relationship. Oh, so this was but something he dealt with when he was with her. In two thousand three, she had an incident. To CNN, Jim said she had taken some pills, I guess, and had been sitting on the edge of the cliff and supposedly passed off out and fell off the cliff. So that was an incident that happened to her before. Wow. So she I guess she was fine. But Amy then became pregnant with Timothy, and then the two were married. Following Pitson's disappearance and his wife's suicide, Jim moved out of his family home in Aurora to the town of Clinton, Iowa. He has always been outspoken that Timothy would be found. Though Amy's family members maintain that she didn't hurt her son, they've also acknowledged that it's been difficult to forgive her for whatever role she might have had in his disappearance. Amy's mom told People Magazine, you don't leave your children, you don't give your children away. I had some trouble forgiving her for what she did to herself. I don't think I can ever forgive her for what she did to her child. Hmm. In that same interview, Jim Pitson said, I always wonder what she told Timothy. Why hasn't he tried to call? We taught him how to dial 911. We taught him, like, this is your number. This is your mom's number. You know where you live, your address, Mm -hmm. all that stuff you do. We got one of those little identity cards for kids with his fingerprint and his name and a picture of him. So if he got lost somewhere, you could find them. Authorities found that in the motel room. So it was already left there. Or Fry Pits and killed herself, yes. See, oh, I feel like she may have killed him, man. When she says people that will love her, I think she's, love him, I think she's talking about like dead people. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because, again, he's 15 now, and I don't know, man, like, unless she sold him off, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know how you can be somebody who takes a child and then finds out all of this in the news and doesn't say anything. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the first part. The second part is... I don't know how you're 15 and have these flashback memories and you're not talking to anybody about it and and having it come to light. I mean, he's still young enough now that maybe they haven't come back yet, but Mm. in a few more years, I don't know. That's that's crazy. That is bizarre. Jim um, said that, yeah, his wife took medications for depression, but he said that he doesn't understand what might have motivated her to take a son. You think then, with all these 23 and Me things, more and more we're going to find stuff. Like, say she did, right? Say she got it, this was the thing. And he's with a family somewhere, and he's just growing up thinking he's somebody else. That, and then one day he decides he's going to try this and finds, like, he's related to all these people. Could be. I mean, that's happening to a lot of people on 23 is, is it people, though, who have come up, like, who were abducted yeah, I or, don't know. or given away and not realized that, like, you know, and are gone missing? And, and like, that's interesting to find out. So there was nothing with this case until April of last year. <gasps> oh, my God. There's an update. April I thought of, you were done. Okay. April of 2019, a young man was found wandering along the Kentucky-Ohio border. 
And he was picked up by the police because witnesses called and said he looked like he was trying to break into some cars. And he had bruises all over his face. The police, the person told police that he was Timothy Pitson and had just escaped from two people who had been holding him hostage for seven years. Stop. He said he had been sexually abused and passed around for years. <gasps> However. Oh. After a DNA test, it was determined this was not Timothy Pitson. Instead, this was a 23-year-old Brian Rinney who had just been released from prison. He had twice previously claimed to be a child sex trafficking victim. Remember the dude I did before? Yeah. This is a thing, I guess. People do that. How Why? screwed up is that? Why? I don't know. Wow. So that's all the information I could find. I just, yeah, like you said, my biggest question is, why didn't Amy want to leave the kid with her husband or her right, family? Right, And I just, I think that there's more in her mental health than depression for sure. That yes. sounds like paranoia. Yes. And also like the whole spree stuff. sounds bipolar, but yes. then the whole not wanting to leave it with her family. It sounds yes. like she probably had some paranoid ideations going something, on. Something, because it doesn't make any sense. Either that or she did kill him, which sucks. Well, yeah, she was paranoid, so she probably killed him. But I don't know why it's weird how she hit him so well. <sighs> she was I mean, there's still Insane, people, like so. we just said at the beginning of the show, like there's people who still haven't been found. So people can be hidden. I know. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? That is bizarre. That's bizarre. So, wow. Okay. Man, what's wrong with that guy like, a couple years ago? Last year, right? Yeah, last April. What's wrong with people, man? Don't do that nonsense, people. No, geez. Now, now they've learned. So they didn't remember that other one. He yeah. went along living with the family for a while. Now they DNA tested before they even Go got ahead. anyone excited about it. Good. But wow. the family said they're a little, like, they're mad that that happened, but they were, they didn't get much media attention when all this happened. So when the dude came out last year and said they got a lot more, more media. media attention, so they were a little happy about that. So hopefully that. this this cut puts it out there in the news, you know? Yeah. And I hope this does it for, for, maybe that's what our podcast will help to do. Maybe there'll be people who out there who listen to what we talk about and it'll help do something. So that'd be kind of a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. But man, that crazy. is a bizarre story. Um, yeah. Man. Yeah, my know. thinking is that she did. She had some sort of break, some sort of paranoia thing happening. Uh, she did end the depression, right? So she killed herself. And we've seen it before where the parent feels guilty if they leave the kid behind and they feel mm-hmm. like if the kid's dead also, then they don't have a guilt going into the afterlife when they're killing themselves. So they kind of, you know, do what they think is more of a mercy. It's killer. weird that she hit him, though. Like, usually if you do that, you just kill him next to you in the hotel room and kill yourself. If she already yeah. didn't want to have that judgment, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know what her, 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 yeah, you know, her mindset mental was. status was. But, man, that is that is nuts. That's, that's pretty uh, crazy. Yeah. So you go, Creepers. Episode How Bizarre. Um. Yeah, if that interests you, you want to look more into it, look more into it, man. Because I, I think I'd, I'd like How Bizarre to be one of those shows, almost like Unsolved Mysteries or whatever. Yeah. Where like when they put this information out, I had never heard this before. So, you know, maybe there's a lot of listeners out there who never have, who might know or might have some information or might live in the area or might right. have seen something. You never know. Uh, so there you go, listeners. It is How Bizarre. We've done a little... Uh, kind of restructuring of our course focusing on the disappearances and uh, missing people of our of our world thanks so much for listening we hope you guys are all staying safe make sure you check out uh, all of the podcasts on the network bicbp-radio.com uh, check out their facebook pages instagram twitter socials follow everybody let them know you're listening uh, above all else man make sure you wash your hands and um man when the world says that's pretty bizarre, you say. How bizarre.